So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hello, and welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. I have a question. Are you okay taking meds the rest of your life? And I asked this question because just this morning, myself, I... Um, went to take some medicine because I had a thyroid issue. I was hyperthyroid uh, many years ago, and I'm allergic to everything. I mean, you name it, I can't, I can't take meds. So the medicine they gave me to lower my, um, fix my thyroid, I broke out in a rash, affected my liver, all these things. So the only option I had uh, to, and, and I didn't know what I know now about diet, unfortunately, this is, I think, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, I wish I knew now what, you know, I know because I would have tried to manage it by, by diet, but I had to have my thyroid radiated and it kills it basically. So now I'm hypothyroid and I have to rely on, um, medicine the rest of my life. I hate it. Okay. But it keeps me alive. Right. And there's thyroid issues are such a huge issue. They're autoimmune and so many people have them, but this is what concerns me. Um, I went in for a refill for my meds and they were out of stock. Okay. And they're waiting for their order to come in. And it occurred to me, huh, if they run out of meds, what does that mean for me? Right? What does that mean for my longevity? And, um, you know, it's, and, you know, it's not an expensive medicine because so many people take it and now you have a generic um, version of it, but it's still an expense. But more importantly, what if you can't get it? I mean, what if it's not available? I mean, literally not on the shelves. And this happened one time before for um, an EpiPen I needed. And like I said, I'm allergic to everything. Um, And they didn't have any in stock. And I'm thinking, what are those people that have these anaphylactic reactions? What do they do if they can't get the meds? I mean, we're so used to being able to get whatever we want, right? Living here in the US. And this is really what happens in other countries, okay? They just don't have um, availability to these meds so their diseases progress and they die or they suffer and then they die, okay? So my question to you is, especially when it comes to diabetes and it's a, you know, a, certainly a diet-related disease, are you okay taking meds? And this, this is really top of mind for me right now because I've had two different clients, um, prospective clients come to me. And, um, you know, one, this Dorothy, she um, has been taking blood pressure medicine for a really long time. Completely okay with it. She's got it under control. She's, um, you know, fine with it. Doesn't want to mess with it. Okay, I get that. 
she's been exercising because she knows that helps with her blood pressure. And her blood pressure, honestly, um, her numbers were still high, you know, from what I see with people that eat a plant-based diet. But for her, she was okay with that. But she came to me because she's now pre-diabetic and, you know, worried about becoming diabetic, a valid, a valid, you know, concern. And, but when we started talking about um, lifestyle changes, she just didn't want to do it. She's like, well, I'm just pre-diabetic and it may not be bad and I can probably go this way for a while. And she probably can um, and before she becomes diabetic. And, and so I just really realized that I'm not the person to work with her, right, at this point. She's not willing to be all in and make the changes that I know can make, I can help. I could probably improve her blood pressure by diet change as well, but she's just not there. When she starts, we start take, talking about the food she might need to substitute out, just really felt like that was going to be a burden. And so she's very comfortable just taking the meds, okay? Not my, not my, my realm. I want to get people off meds, okay? I want to get them off meds, not worrying about if there's going to be meds for them to take or having that expense or the side effects. Every med has a side effect. So then a second person came along and um, I, she came to me through a friend of a friend and my, the person that told her about me has um, reversed her diabetes. She's off her meds. She had been taking two meds. She's off of those. She's losing weight. She's not hungry. She's eating food she loves. Yes, it's taken some effort. We're about, um, you know, she's four months in. And when I was talking to the Samantha, she she's on two diabetic medicines already, and they're the diabetic medicines that um, the anti-diabetic medicines that actually um, treat heart disease. So when I asked more information about that, one's an injectable, um, and heart disease runs in her family. Okay, and they're they're not first line meds. Okay, so typically one of the first line meds doctors might put you on is maybe the metformin because there's fewer side effects, less weight gain, all those things to try to manage your blood sugars. And the ones she's on now, this Samantha's on, are not those, okay? And when I asked her, are your blood sugars managed? She's like, yep, they're great. My blood sugars are great. And she's very okay taking the meds. So because right now in this picture in time, everything's hunky-dory. They're all, everything's managed, okay? And she's not, she's not having to really change her diet that much. So it's you know, she's okay with it. So again, not really um, in my wheelhouse, not kind of the person I work with. Um, and so I was like, great, you know, keep doing what you're doing. If you decide you want to make some lifestyle interventions, then I'm your gal. Otherwise I'm, I'm just not. And so, um, you know, what I got to tell you, um, if you go to the CDC website, the definition for diabetes is that it's a chronic, long-lasting health condition that affects how your body turns you know, food into energy. Pretty basic definition, right? And it basically, you know, there's two different types, type 1, type 2. And type 1, you don't have enough insulin. Type 2, you have insulin. Um, you make insulin, but your insulin, your cells stop responding to the insulin, meaning your insulin resistance, right? I mean, so... And the way that they want you to deal with that is to, and, and it, because you're insulin resistant, you have higher blood sugars in your bloodstream. And they want you to um, reduce those blood sugars because high blood sugars 
you know, over time can lead to heart disease. Heart disease is the largest um, cause of death for type 2 diabetics, okay? Um, heart disease, vision loss, kidney disease, which leads to, of course, you know, um, dialysis down the road. And then if you get a wound, you might have an amputation because the blood sugars don't let your body heal once you have a, um, um, a wound. So they want to lower those blood sugars. Um, then the, the definition goes on to talk about there isn't a cure for diabetes, okay? But losing weight, um, eating healthy food, and being active can really help. Taking medicine as needed, they say. Getting diabetes self-management, education, and support. Those are crucial. I would agree with that. And keeping your healthcare appointments can help you reduce the impact of diabetes on your life. So they're telling type 2 diabetics that you can't cure your disease. Once you're diabetic, it's just, nah, it's going to happen. But we know that what causes it is lifestyle, food choice, okay? So it stands to reason if you change those elements, you can reverse your diabetes. And it makes me so mad that they don't even promote that as strongly as they promote medicines. But then if you think about it, you're like, well, really, why would they? Do people really want to change their lives? Not really. We're all creatures of habit. We like living our West, eating our Western diet, you know, foods, living the lifestyle. Fast food is fast. Processed food tastes good. And it's what our culture does. And so it's hard for people to be different or think out of the box maybe. But then again, you wonder, well, really when there's roughly, I counted up 25 oral anti-diabetic medicines that treat different pathways to, to manage your, your high blood sugars. Um, you know, that someone's making money on this. Okay. And it's, it's not the diabetic. Okay. It's, it's the pharmaceuticals and that's not even counting insulin, the insulin injections. Okay. So, and that's not even counting the ones that affect, you know, the ones like this, this potential client was on that's, you know, for heart disease and diabetes. So this is a quick count, roughly 25. Okay. And so there's so many, it's so easy for a doctor to say, take the medicine rather than take the time to coach you on, well, you could try a plant-based diet and that's a lifestyle change. And, you know, this is what it entails. And here's, you know, because it's harder for people rather than go filling a prescription, it's harder to now find new recipes. And, and that's why I developed my program, Reverse Diabetes Method, because I walk you through that, right? Because I saw a need for that. And, um, and it doesn't take that long. 12 weeks, 12 weeks, you can see your numbers coming down, right? And so, but people want to invest in themselves. It's way easier. It's our culture just to go get the meds and, and do, keep doing the same, okay? And manage them for a while. But people don't look long-term, long-term of, okay, I start on these meds, but if it's a chronic progressive disease, what does that mean as I age? What does that mean? Um, it means it gets worse, okay? And now you're taking, you know, and I asked this Samantha, I said, oh, did you, you didn't start on these meds? She goes, no, I started on, you know, this one or that one. I started on just one and now I'm on two because now it, it was getting harder to manage. So now I'm on two meds. Okay, well, do you see what's happening? I mean, I, it just boggles my mind. Do you see what's happening? Is that you were on one, they changed that. Now you're on a different one. Now you're on two. 
what does that where does that leave you as you age and your your diabetes progressively gets worse and worse okay so if you're listening to this i'm hoping that you want to not be on meds you don't want to be going down that road and that's what i want for you i want you to not go down that road i've done it with my husband i've watched him you know um there is a good chance he will be on meds down the road because, uh, you know, he's managed it without meds for so long. And there's a good chance that, you know, he might have to start taking some meds down the road as he ages. Okay. But that's, you're not going to be compiling them. You're taking one instead of three or four. You're taking the oral anti-diabetics instead of the insulin injectables. Okay. Because when you start taking insulin injectables, this is what makes me mad too, is that People are told, diabetics are told to lose weight and insulin makes you gain weight, okay? And so did a lot of these other meds that, you know, so it's like, let's catch 22. What do these poor people do? They're taking them to lower their blood sugars, but they're, you know, um, or they're injecting the insulin to manage their blood sugars, but insulin, higher levels of insulin cause you to gain weight. So it's like, I don't even get how they, the, these professionals, these medical professionals justify that. I guess getting your blood sugars lower is the, the, is more ideal. That's the bigger problem because you know that it's going to, high blood sugars are going to cause, you know, vision issues and, and kidney issues and heart disease. So that's where they go with it. But we know lifestyle can make a difference. Okay. We know, I've seen it over and over that changing what you eat makes a difference. When I go back to this Dory, you know, Dor um, Dor Dorothy, where she's exercising and thinking that's managing it, it's 80-20. 80% of your health comes from your diet. 20% comes from exercise. So you can't outrun your fork. Okay. I know this for a fact because for years I tried to manage my weight through exercise. I exercised daily, exercised hard. I, I loved exercise. So it wasn't a, a burden for me. But I still struggled with, you know, weight because I didn't change my diet. And once I changed my diet, you know, it was not a no-brainer. The weight just came off without any effort. Um, and, you know, I can still exercise just for enjoy, you know, enjoyment and for heart health and all those other things, stress release, all those things. But it wasn't to manage my weight anymore. So just know that the bigger indicator is what you eat. So, you know, how you eat is, is a big indicator. And if you're eating the Western, you know, standard American diet, um, it's not healthy for you. You're eating way too much saturated fat, way too much salt, way too much sugar. Okay. So I hope that I, so I want you to ask yourself that question. Am I okay taking meds or is my goal to get off meds or at least reduce them, go the other way to reverse the progression? Okay. You might not get off them completely. Everyone's different, all right, especially if you've been on them for a while. But can you stop from having to take more than one? Can you stop from having to inject yourself with insulin? I have several clients that I've worked with that um, they've reduced their um, insulin and gotten off of it, and they might be taking half of the re reduction of in the oral meds, and their, their numbers are going the right way. So... Um, so they're looking at not having this disease progress at the rate it was progressing before. Does that make sense? So that's what I want you to think about. And then ask yourself, am I committed to make that happen? 
am I committed to put the work to make it happen? Um, and that's what I ask people as they come into my program. You know, it's like, I can't wave a magic wand and make this just happen for you. You have to have the commitment. I will show you how I will support you. I will help you. I will do everything in my power because I, I feel like when you have wins, I have wins, you know, I want people to, I want to help you population. Um, but it's not, it's, you know, I can't do it for you. And if you want to go the easy route and have a magic pill, then you have 25 different ones to choose from. Okay. <laughs> and you know, you're probably going to go through the gamut of them. All right. Uh, and that's, and that's fine. I'm not making a judgment about that. Um, but I also know when the suffering that I've seen in the hospital, um, of people that have been trying to manage their diabetes for so long, and they're now having to make the decisions of, you know, really serious decisions because they, they, their health is terrible. They've been overweight most of the time. They, um, you haven't been able to manage it and they wish now they had made different changes, different choices. Right. And by then it's a little too late. So I don't want that for you. I don't want that. I mean, I know we can fix this. I know we can make the, the changes and it's got to be a little work and really it's great. You, you're never hungry eating a plant-based lifestyle. I mean, there's so many foods available to you. So keep that in mind. And I hope you have a great day. Uh, keep choosing plants. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time. And I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.